course we know when it comes to cooking and also baking um, general ingredients are used flour meats rice you name it but uh, spices are what bring out the difference and uh, usually this is dependent on the chef of that moment we are all different in our palates and our tastes and uh, some of us even have a particular belief that this is what makes our food special. So today we are just trying to learn more about that and hopefully we'll learn from each other what spices we use and why we use them and why we prefer them over the others. Um, even uh, from the overview, we of course know spices include fresh and uh, powder form. Or you could say herbs or spices. So I can understand if somebody said, uh, for example, coriander is like their preferred spice or preferred uh, flavor in their food. Of course, uh, coriander can also come fresh or in powder form. But feel free to open up the discussion. Sometimes we cheated when somebody these spices and this and then they mention herbs we mean like in my head what i find i define as spices are like the, um, the seeds themselves that are aromatic Me too. then the then the herbs the fresh herbs as well as herbs yeah that's true but since you have begun uh, you tell us about your spice preferences I started and I don't like nutmeg. For some weird reason, that one just does, never sits well on my tongue. I have it in my kitchen and it can stay there for like three, four years. Uh, well, I've been experimenting a lot with the cloves of late and stannis. And the ones I really like is, uh, I don't know, the salt and spice, salt and black pepper. <laughs> uh, the one I, thing that, uh huh, yes, Mark. I use a lot of black pepper because I've always found that uh, it brings out the right flavor, especially in meat. I was going to mention a particular meat, but then I know some of you will be offended, especially this month, but I don't care. That black pepper always brings out, it helps bring out the flavor in meat. But then there's this uh, Chinese five spice is also quite magical. It's got, it's got, you know, that sweetness of the star anise, the pungency. And I find that when I use it with uh, meat as well, I get a very good flavor. Do you make your own mix, the Chinese five spice? No, not yet. Um, mm. I re it's rare to find. I, I, I rarely find it on the shelves, but when I do, I just pick it up. I've never thought of making my own mix because I doubt. I doubt I can I can do a, a good job with the five spice. Mm. I've I've seen a recipe. Uh, and a also recipe, cayenne pepper. So. Those uh, are yes. my three go-to: cayenne, black pepper, and five spice. 
Uh, mine in particular, I could also say Cayenne, because I found Cayenne to be a quite interesting spice. I, I don't like heat. I like it subtle, so I find Cayenne the preferred pepper taste. But uh, I don't know if it happens with you, but uh, spices for me depend on what I'm cooking. If I am roasting, it's different from when I'm, say, cooking uh, sauces. So I, I found that there's a difference for me depending on what I'm cooking. Always, I, I can say uh, I prefer, when I'm roasting, I prefer paprika, I prefer onion powder, I prefer cumin, those are the, like my go-to cayenne. Mainly, the others are usually a little bit, but those are my main ones. And then when I'm cooking sauces, garlic, I prefer garlic, I prefer, we mentioned earlier, herbs. So I don't know for you, but I always find that in particular, it depends on what type of product I am doing. But because I do a lot of roasting, my main ones are cumin, smoked paprika, onion powder is my discovery. I love onion powder now. Uh, Mark, Mark, your hand is up. Yes, I was going to say um, it. I agree with you. It depends on what you're cooking, whatever spices or herbs you 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 decide to use. I find that even when I'm marinating, sometimes I can use the fresh ones, which I prefer to, especially if it's going to be a more wet marinade. But then, if I'm going to marinate for a longer period of time. I prefer to use the dry spices and, and herbs. Maybe just mix with a very little oil to, 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 to stick it together. But um, different spices bring out different flavors. For example, if you mix your um, ginger, garlic, yeah, cumin, and coriander, you know you're, you're, you're going towards India. If you go with your soy sauce, your ginger, garlic, onions, taranese, you're going towards China. So it depends on, on, on what what flavors you want to put on the table. And remember, beef is beef. So it's up to you to infuse the flavors in there. So your choice of spice or herb um, should be determined by what you want to have for the meal, what flavors or tastes you're looking for. Back to you, James. Yes, but uh, again, as much as we are, uh, like you, Mark, are mentioning that it depends on cooking, uh, the type of meats, uh, even if I mentioned mm -hmm. that, I notice that we cannot, you cannot put all spices in a food. So there's always a preference and a, a palate is different from you and from uh, any other person. I don't like black pepper as much. So I put less of black pepper. I prefer the taste of paprika. So I find that, <laughs> that I, I do not like soy sauce as much actually but I prefer Worcestershire sauce. I like that flavor so much. So I, I borrow, I might do, we might do the same meat and the same spices, but our portions, our preferences are clearly indicated in when we are bringing out something. Even if we are doing both Indian at the same time, I am sure there's a, there's a particular 
I like turmeric a lot. I really like turmeric. So my curry would be more turmeric flavor than... So generally what you're saying is that you cook for yourself. Chili flavor, something like that. It doesn't matter what the other guys like. Um, you, you cook to suit your need and then everybody has to eat what you cook. James, we are losing you. Climb the, high on the tree, please. Yeah. I find that. Uh... <laughs> I find that. Um, yes, there are rules for um, every Chinese and uh, Chinese, Indian, Caribbean. There are rules to use, but portions also differ. You might. Like you said earlier, you use black pepper for roasting a lot, but I also use black pepper, but not as much. The black pepper will not come out. It will be, for my case, paprika that will come out. So I find that even uh, down the road, everyone's flavor comes out in a different way. I have tested different people's cooking and they have all come out differently, even if it's the same Indian curry dish that they have mentioned in the, on the menu. Anyway, um, since we are talking about spices, I would like somebody else to come in. Uh, I noticed that we have uh, many members today. So please, Moses, Catherine, Crystal, feel free to share at this point. Maybe I can start with uh, Margaret, since I see you're on. Margaret? Yes. Good morning, guys. What's up? Oh, been a while. Yes, um, yes it does. Interesting topic. Uh, funny, funny, funny. I've been blessed a bit too. I've been to India and I learned how to do my thing from India really mostly. But um there's a spice that no one keeps talking about that is cardamom. So um I remember in India it was used to be it used to be poured uh, on um lassi. We had this uh, fruit market we used to like to go to and uh, they do lassi, lassi is a, I think it's a bongo kind of thing and it's sweet and they pour the cardamom on top and it gives the different taste. So I tried to, whenever there was this thing of, oh, um, uh, you need to do steaming, you need to have fresh juice, blah, blah, blah. I say, put it in my juice. And it tastes and remains. As in like fresh juice with cardamom, really nice. There's a spice okay. to fresh juice. Um, yeah. When it comes to eating now, huh, I'm a jack of all trades. I, the things I don't like, I actually don't like turmeric. I just find it just, mm. it just makes my food yellow. Okay, if I want yeah. the color yellow, yeah. fine. But um, if I want to go red, then I'll go with paprika. Those ones, I just mm. look at them as color for me. For some reason, they, they don't add much. It's just color. But if I wanted to proper get a, a, a red with meaning, I'll go for tomato paste. That will give me a proper meaning. Yeah. But that's what we're talking about. Uh, spices, uh, then I like actually dealing with herbs, more fresh herbs. 
especially with marinades. Um, blend them and you know smear them on and give it give it some time. But that is my take really on on spices. Not really much, but yes, they do add flavor to whatever you use. Black pepper and salt, standard. And I've always wanted to ask this question, what's the difference between black pepper and white pepper? Okay, leave the color thing. When do you use white pepper? Yeah. Where do you? That one I have failed to understand because I'm sticking strictly to black pepper. And I don't know, maybe someone else could, uh, could give us uh, their point of view on that. Thank you. Well, my experience of white pepper, I've, I've used it in, with fish. I found that it was quite good with fish. When I would, um, when I'm going to deep fry fish, I would add white pepper to it, and it really add a lot of. Um, I think it's a it's very sort of like it it doesn't add much, but you can tell the difference when you don't have white pepper and when you have white pepper. Maybe it actually works on white meats. I do not explore it as much, but I used it for fish very much. I don't know who else has a experienced white pepper. Yeah, white pepper is good also for white meats and also I've noticed for vegetables, like the flavors comes out. Also, when I'm doing potatoes and have white pepper at hand, especially the boiled ones, ah, it's just amazing. Okay, so clearly it's uh, white meat. I didn't, I found it in fish, it was wonderful, but I've not explored in many others. Um, black pepper is, is spicier than, than white pepper. So if you want to, if you want to get the real taste of pepper, use black pepper. If you want to be a bit subtle, use white pepper. If you want heat, then go and get the Sichuan pepper or the red pepper. So you know what real heat is. Um, I've shared um, a link to an article in the chat group. Yes. About uh, flavors and spices and herbs. It's a long read, but please have a look at it. I'm also trying to find a flavor profile chart on the internet. I used to have one, but I just forgot where I kept it. So I'm just going to look it up and I'll share it in the chat for, for you guys to look at. Okay. Back to you, James. All right. Um, um, Moses mentioned cardamom earlier. Yeah. I find cardamom is also good in spices. I'm going to try it in juice. Like you mentioned, since I have a shitload of cardamom in my kitchen. Um, yeah. I'm going to try it in, it's also good in pastries like mandazi and things like that. Then I find yeah. cumin seeds, just a bit of cumin seeds are very good also in pastries and in chocolate cake. Like just like three, four cumin seeds in chocolate cake enhances okay. that flavor. I'm sure it would also work in yes. vanilla, but a cumin is just amazing. Yeah. And just adding to chocolate cake, also coffee. Okay. Good. Just a dash of coffee, of brown coffee in chocolate cake enhances the yeah. cocoa and brings out the richness. Um, yeah. yeah. You should try coffee and brown sugar on beef. What? Mm, I'm going to try that out. Mm, that sounds just make like a nice blend. Ah, cake. That, yeah, cake um, it in the in the mixture of sugar and coffee, and just do a slow roast or smoke on it, and then you tell me. I, I've done sugar and cardamom in chicken. That was amazing. It was 
was out of this world, but beef and sh- brown sugar. Mm, yeah, I'm going to try that. Okay. Brown sugar and coffee. All right. Uh, that, now that you've mentioned uh, baking, I know that, uh, uh, do we have a baker in the house who can actually tell us the exploration of spices in pastry products? Catherine, Catherine has her hand up. Yes, Catherine. Hi, hi everyone. I'm happy to be here. Happy to discuss food. Um, in baking, I prefer to use a little bit of cinnamon in okay. almost uh, in many of the recipes, just so that it's not overpowering. For instance, if you're making a vanilla cake, if you put too much of the cinnamon, it will kill the flavor. So just for it to harmonize the, the flavors in the cake, uh, it's good to add cinnamon, nutmeg. I had someone complaining about nutmeg. I have the same view on nutmeg. It can be really powerful. Mm. If you put it in cookies, you just lose it. If it's a butter cookie, it will taste like something else. So nutmeg, you have to be really polite when you're using it, a little bit of it. Um, but it's always yeah. good not to mix those spices. I always advise that you stick with one for a, for a baking session. Otherwise, if you mix nutmeg, cinnamon, ginger, it may create something like a hot mess. So yes. a little bit of each, unless the cake is a cinnamon cake, that's when you would go overboard with a cinnamon. But I always okay. advise that you use a little bit of, of, of those spices when baking. Okay. That's good to know. That's good to know. Catherine, uh, do you use uh, do you use a cinnamon stick or you use the powder? I'm just I'm just curious. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, thank you for asking. So I use the powder for baking, but when making tea, chai, I prefer yes. the sticks. Yes, I have oh. not. <laughs> I don't know if it's growing up with the two methods being used, uh, the two different um, yeah. varieties being used in the two yeah. methods. I don't know if yeah. someone has tried the stick in baking, but I always yeah. prefer the flavor in the chai is really better with the sticks. Yes, it is with the sticks. Okay. For the sticks, I know a chef who, who gets the sticks and does an essence with them. Put them in a bit of oil, and then that's what you use for baking. Would you repeat that? Uh, for the sticks, one chef I know gets the sticks, puts them in a bit of alcohol, uh, okay. like a white spirit, and okay. leaves them in there for two weeks and above, and then uses mm-hmm. that for baking. He says it's the same as using cinnamon essence. Uh, he also does vanilla essence in the same way. And they come out really fresh and strong. Mm. And that is wow. Earlier on, I saw a comment from Helen saying black pepper and thyme. I have got to. I'll try that once. Um, yeah. Moses and Christo has a question on uh, marinade or beef or roasting. Uh, yes, Moses. Let's start with Moses since your hand is um, up. Um, yes. Uh, earlier on, I had uh, uh, we were talking about coffee um, as a rub. Uh, I, I think uh, the, the, the lockdown time gave me, gave me actually proper time to think of all marinades and how best to do this, how best to do that. I, I tried it a couple of times and for a person who has been, who is, uh, let me say, inquisitive about taste, um, yeah. uh, coffee is, is, is a nice, gives a nice twist 
coffee and brown sugar give me yeah. a nice twist taste however for someone who does not know and I've, and I, I got this from um, from uh, my clients that I used to convert to give um, it becomes an acquired taste first of all because of the coffee and you smoke it it gets a dark look of the meat and it looks dark okay Someone who is okay. you will not give it a second thought. They think, ah, this is burnt. It's, you know, it can give a, a certain bitter taste when you start it. Only I later see. on that it, that, oh, that is coffee. But for someone who does not know, yeah. who has not been told that, you know, it's an acquired taste, give it time. It's second bite, third bite, then yeah. it becomes a no-no. Uh, unless someone yeah. is uh, willing to try, uh, or, or if you're doing it for yourself, yeah, that is okay. But for doing for someone else, you rather tell them, you know, I'm using this and this. In case you see this, don't dismiss it and think like you know it's burnt or uh, it's, it's it's done different. It's just yes, it's different. But have the you know flip the mind a bit, a bit and know that. The test is acquired and it will come through later on. It is not the whole grilled mm -hmm. one on tobacco, you know, just salt and water and come straight through. That is yeah. the one thing that I had an issue with during lockdown, but yeah. it is a great test. That is true. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'd like to also bring up some of the questions that are coming on the chat. The first one was, what is the best spices to marinate meat with for roasting? That was crystal, but it depends on what, what you meant by meat. Are you talking about pork, meat, beef, goat, chicken, the, the difference there. Please clarify for us. Um, pork, okay, a bit. What's the best spice for what's the best marinade for pork? What's the best spice mix for pork? Uh, in particular, for me, I find that uh, for pork, the less subtle, the better. I find that pork has its unique flavor, and so you should not overwhelm it with spices because it can easily take on the spices. So you have to be very subtle about it. Uh, a black pepper for me has been uh, an, an easy easy mix of black pepper, garlic powder, um, a little bit of uh, paprika and salt and a bit of oil can do just enough for you to enjoy it and give it time to absorb those spices and the salt. But do not do so much with pork because it's, can take on the flavor of the spice, and yet the pork itself has already a flavor, flavor that you want to bring out when you're roasting, especially when you're roasting. Um, but again, there are people who prefer um, garlic, fresh, freshness of things, so they get uh, garlic, they get um, ginger add a bit of salt and they just rub that and oil and that's just so if you're going spices the ones i mentioned but if you're going for hubs as we have hinted out on the differences 
that is uh, what you can do. Yes, Helen. Um, hi, my name is Helen. Uh, yes. For me, when it's uh, focused, I best use salt, black pepper, ground garlic. I mix it together, rub it into the pork, and then uh, put in the fridge for about 15 minutes. After which, then I can do the barbecue. That works for me. Yeah, yeah. All right, thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yes, Moses. Um, yeah, uh, uh, sorry, I'm over talking. Um, yeah, take it's when, when, when it, we, I think we need to understand that um, different people have different tastes. So, uh, I think it was, who asked the question, uh, Kathy? Um, she, she needs to try out different angles and see what suits her. Um, when I'm going to use the oven grill as a just oven grill, trust me, I can yeah. do everything, anything, because I yeah. don't need any other food from anywhere else. It's just there, as I can just blend the tomatoes, blend the onions, you know, give it a wet rub, mix it in and mm. throw it in and go and sit down and relax. If I am using now the charcoal grill, now that's different, charcoal yeah. uh, and, um, and firewood. The, different, yeah. the, 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 the flavor of firewood and charcoal come into now the meat. Now that's a different thing altogether. I will not want to put in garlic. I don't want to put in ginger. I will simply want to put mm. black pepper and, and that is it. But that is me. So I think at the end of the day, it, it gets to how, how adventurous you get on each time you cook. Then from there, she, should, she can get the best spice ripe that suits her. Yeah. Possibly ask the question. Because um, if you give her yours and I give her mine, then I pick out one and, and try it. Try both. Yeah. Then yeah. For her. I think that would be the best yeah. way to, to solve this because we have different palettes, we have different ones, different needs, and it, it all comes back to how. How well would she want her things done? You know, that kind of thing. She should be, she try to experiment really most. That's true. Actually, now that we are talking about spices, um, where do you source your spices from? I noticed that uh, in, I, in particular, I only use tropical company the tropical spices company i try to avoid i find that they have the strongest and almost freshest spices available uh, what do you guys use where do you source your spices from we know market for the seeds uh, there's a section of we know market where the seeds are quite cheap compared to our markets there, and I can mm. buy them in kilos and half kilos. I prefer these days. Are they fresh? Uh, well, they're dried seeds, so yeah, I find the flavors are strong enough. Okay. Uh, and also since I can actually start, what can I do? I can actually blend some of them to my own spice mix. Also, we know has different sections of the powdered spices. So you can actually get different powdered spices and do your own mix. Nakasero, Nakasero market also has a number of spices. And I also see a lot of Indian markets, a lot of Indian supermarkets also have very good spice sections. Capital oh, Shoppers has a full rack 
of spice section, but the Indian, the Indian guys are usually like the go-to for me. And they have spices that are hidden, that are under the counter, that are not on the racks. Like um, yeah, bit spice was that that I once okay. bought. I went and bought it, and I talked to the guy at the counter and bought it for me. Millennium. Thanks for that tip. Um, anyone else? Uh, I've heard of um, somebody selling mashala spices. I've never tried them before. And they I've also tried mashala. Mm-hmm. Mashala is okay. I think because they're still new on the market, their quality is still good. Yeah. Okay. So also that is a place you can get bulk spices that I've been informed about. Um, we are still going on. Uh, anybody else who is here to contribute? Uh, what spice do you prefer using foods? And I noticed that somebody was mentioning that we have better cooks in this group. Not really. Sometimes you find out that we learn from each other from those little preferences one does have. So don't feel free, don't feel shy to mention what you use because actually we learn or we maybe help you learn to use a, a particular spice better as you have noticed with how to roast pork. Helen is asking about the spices used for beans. I love beans. I thought rock uh, salt is a difficult for beans. Yeah, but with beans, uh, Helen, I find that you can get um, uh, a very good texture out of beans, basing on how you cook them. When you're frying them at that moment, I sort of do, I make sure that beans soak in the onions a little bit, onions and oil. They're not soak, but I cook them with low heat. After I put in the oil and then the onions, I just leave them in a very low heat and I find that maybe garlic is enough and cinnamon and just make sure they don't stick too much to the pan, but do that process for about 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, a bit tiresome. And wow. then just, it's just nice, like the beans, tomatoes, and the beans come out very, very well. So mm -hmm. the beans themselves have their own flavor. So yeah. I, I really find it a need to add a lot of spice in there. Just onions, tomatoes, and let the beans soak. Sometimes when you got the tomatoes, just keep rogaring inside there. Interesting. I prefer using garam masala for beans. I don't know if with other people, but I if there's any masala spice that I like, I like garam masala. I like that mix and I prefer using it with beans. And on top of that. I wanted to ask, are you talking about dry beans or fresh beans? I find that the two are treated differently. A bit, that's what I was, as I'm asking. Because if you I are- tried, uh, I prefer dry beans because I feel they soak up flavors better. Then mm. the fresh beans, also their flavor is different. So when I do the tomato mix, I also do the same thing, but for less time with, with fresh beans, that's what I imagine. Yeah, I bit I put there a little bit more spice in the fresh beans because then the soup matters as with yeah. the beans. Uh, yeah, like 
the cinnamon, garlic, garam masala here I think works better with vegetables than it does with uh, than it does with what? Than it does with rice for me. Uh, mm -hmm. Dorothy has her hand up. Yes, Dorothy. Oh hi. I am no professional cook. Um, of sorts, but um, in line with beans, I love beans and my kids really love beans. What I do with them, a bit shared a bit on that, but I make sure that um, in the frying of my onions, I never, I use like one tomato, like that's a rule for me because I know that anything more than that um, could lead to the beans probably getting spilled very easily. So I, I make sure that the beans go into the mix of the onions and the tomatoes without the soup, just that and fry for quite some time. I am a huge garam masala fan. I will do that. And then I also love to add a bit of rico. Very, very many people don't like it, but I like that it has a thickening effect to, to the beans. Then yeah. time, time is like the best That's ingredient true. for me when it comes to cooking because irrespective of how well you've done your cooking, if you haven't given it time, um, all the spices will not necessarily soak in. So I give my beans like a slow, slow, I don't know whether to call it simmer. Oh. Give it as oh, a good time, time really. Spice. Yes. yes, time <laughs> plus the spices is the answer for me when it comes to cooking. Okay. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Actually, it's something about beans also, beans and sauces i think i don't know if people have experienced it but i've i love bay leaves and so anything with sauce i prefer to drop a leaf or two of bay leaves and i find that it always offer that and enhanced as it's very subtle because i find that spices should be quite subtle the bay leaves offers a subtle flavor to things and i keep adding it whenever i'm making a sauce and beans i usually add a sauce as well i add bay leaves to beans whenever i'm making beans um uh actually before i forget since you have mentioned beans um there's something i've also noticed uh i might have mentioned earlier rock salt but when i'm boiling my beans i don't when i'm boiling dry beans i don't do i don't add any Maybe can add uh, uh, green pepper as it's boiling. I find that uh, when you add salt, yes, a bit. We had lost you, but now I can hear you. Oh, sorry. I was just saying that uh, with beans, I don't add any salt while I'm boiling them. When I'm boiling dry beans until they are ready, then maybe later on I can add salt. Whenever I would add salt, they'd come out a bit hard. I don't know if that if people have experienced that, but I prefer just boiling them as is and maybe add a, a green pepper, a whole green pepper as the beans are boiling to add flavor as well. Uh, coincidentally, we were discussing beans with somebody yesterday about how do you remove the gas uh, so that the beans don't really mess you up. I bet the beans have something that reacts with the bacteria in your stomach. So that's when they do gas. Uh, so what you do, three different methods. A rock salt is a very good one. Like rock salt helps with removing that. Then also yes. soaking the beans and, and freshing the water. And then somebody else was like, for them what they do, they just boil the beans 
and add a bit of lemon juice, it also does the same thing. As a matter of that, uh, we have hands up. Okay. Moses Karunga. Yes. Yes. Karunga can start, followed by Crystal, and then we finish with Moses. Hello, everybody. Uh, just to add to what Abid has said, you can also add a teaspoon of bicarbonate of soda to your bins whilst you're boiling them. That helps with the gas issue. I also like a hint of heat uh, with my beans. So whilst I'm preparing them, so maybe to if they're left with about 20 minutes um, of cooking, I throw in a whole scotch bonnet and that finishes that off nicely. So if you if you prefer a lot more oh, heat, nice. you can you can blend that mm. in or throw in a lot more. Um, but for those with children, for just a, li a little hint, you just throw it in whole and it, it's lovely. Yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Hi, everyone. Um, yeah, when we're talking about cooking beans, I just wanted to ask and also share my experience because I find that when I'm cooking any soupy thing, when herbs or some spices are cooked for a long time, they actually lose their flavor. So like, is that actually a thing? Cause um, I don't know who's talking about how she leaves the beans for some time, but I find that when I do that, a lot of things actually lose flavor. And so I end up adding some of my herbs like after, like I cook the bean, maybe I fry them normally. And then things like garlic or, you know, if it's a meat, if I'm adding parsley or something, I add them in like a little bit later when it's already half cooked. No. So that the flavor stays, because I find that when it boils for quite some time, this flavor. I don't know if other people have that experience. Yes. She, Crystal has mentioned that if you overcook something with spices, it loses its flavor. And she's asking how you manage that. Uh, if I'm adding uh, herbs to my beans, I prefer to use fresh herbs. So I'll, I'll drop them in towards the end. I, I find it tastes a lot better. I, I don't use, okay. I, I prefer not to use dried herbs when preparing my beans. Okay. Okay. So I, I think she also agrees with you on that. But this then Yes, Karunga. Uh, Sorry. With with things like the garlic, crystal garlic, ginger, I'd I'd put the I use I use a paste, so I'd I'd put those in as well towards the end. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah. So blend them, blend them together, and, and and put that in. Oh, okay. Yes, Moses. Yes. Um, hello, once more again for the second time. Copy the third one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, three things. Uh, one, mashallah spice. It has not just been. It has been around for a while. It's been about four years now. I think they've broken to the market. I believe they have since they're still on. Um, I remember before they got on the market. Okay, when they were just fresh on the market, it was tropical heat and everyone else then mashallah came on and um, 
teams that was pushing it the product and it, it, it has it has it has a wider range right now different quantities and it's good product i'm not just selling it but yeah it is a good product mm. um mark agrees with you he says he prefers mashallah spices uh, maybe because we have the personal touch because you know the people we started from the get-go i think then you, you get a bit biased sometimes but yes, that's my, my take on it um Someone talked about uh, when you're, you guys are talking about beans, um, I was just here thinking mm, beans, 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 and spices. I actually don't put any spices in beans. I just put the salt. Um, I use a tomato paste, and I like beans to soak up the whole the onions and tomatoes. I could use garlic and garlic at most, but just I want the beans to be beans. But I'll speak on a personal point of view. Beans should just be beans. Not beans which are yellow, beans which are white. Let the beans just be beans. And I love beans. It, 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 it really comes out really nice when it's just very little to add it to it. Same as peas. <laughs> I, I don't mind putting in a carrot or two. I just leave it there. I'll throw in a bay leaf and that eats a nice yeah. soup at the end of the day, and that's it. Now, no one has talked yeah. about food. You had a food salad with cardamom. Hey, I'm still posting about cardamom, guys. That is a divine fruit salad. A fruit salad with cardamom. Sprinkle just a bit on top. Okay. Oh. All right. <laughs> Yo, even black pepper, mm. even black pepper, salads, mm. even the normal salads, I put black pepper. Salad, I can understand, but fruit salad, that's the uh, one which I, I'll, I'll try and see. I'll try and see. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but yo, it's amazing. You guys should try it out. But, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> Cheers. All right, we are left with about 12 minutes uh, towards the end of the meeting. Um, uh, I saw a hand up. Who had their hand up? Yes, Karonga. Mark, quick question. With the cardamom, how do you prepare it? Do you use the powder or the fresh cardamom and then grind that? No, I, I like to use... Fr uh, just the powder. Okay. I, I do not have the time to start grinding. Powder, shake it up a bit, like in my juice, shake it up. Or in tea, just stir it in. Um, very nice with milk tea. Um, on the fruit salad, I just sprinkle it on the top. And that's it. That's all be a fun. Well, be a fun. Um, Mark mentioned something that I also agree with. Bacon actually adds a lot of flavor for anything. <laughs> he might be biased somewhat, but he has a point there when it comes to bacon uh, and adding and enhancing flavor in beans in particular. Uh, Karunga, you still have a, is your hand just up or you want, or it was from the previous comment? 
okay. Sorry, that was from the previous comment. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, also, uh, beans and beef, beans and beef. That combination, it was, um, I got it from a Hungarian lady. She boiled her beef together with her dried beans, like for about an hour or two. Then when the beans were ready, since the beef ready was, she just fried the mixture together. Oh my God, mm -hmm. that was amazing. I've done that a number of times, especially for Romeo over there. He's calling himself Cinnamon Bay today. That combination. I kept wondering who Cinnamon Bay is. <laughs> That's Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mark has handled also, also seeing coconut oh, yes. beans. Coconut, coconut, yes, coconut milk with beans is quite nice. Actually, the ideas that we have brought with beans today, I really want to try them out when, uh, when we leave. And also, you beans and from a commercial mm -hmm. point of view is really good. From a commercial point, of, commercial point of view, beans and beef is really good because you can have huge quantities mm -hmm. prepared at once with the flavor and you cannot have it simmering for like hours. Yeah. Um, I, I just have Thanks a sir. question for, for Abid. Abid. Yeah, yeah. The beef and beans. You said first it's dry beans, right? Yeah. I think it's the normal cut, like the stew beef. Is it, or... mm. is it a fatty or leaner? I would even think... Because I think this is what I'm going I to think do. I know minced meat and beans is fantastic. I prefer fatty. Now, fatty. Beans. Okay. Saturday lunch done. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, if you could just if you could, <laughs> if you could share with me the recipe, I know, like I want to do beans as well. Our discussion uh, yeah, of today. Uh, Bob, Bob, your phone. Yes, I did. You have some. Bob, your music is your background is noisy. Bob is not here. This is uh, his chef. Yeah? Ah, okay. Oh, yes. So I need to know. I need to know uh, what kind of spice there is to, uh, to soften my pork eh? uh, and to make it not uh, smoked and neat. But yes, the roaster should answer that one. I haven't understood the question. You are looking for a yes, spice? Yes, I haven't understood the question. Yeah, you want uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking for a spice. Like uh, that meat and rice that cannot even uh, soften in it. So I'm there. So you're looking for a spice that will soften the pork since they have yes, the restaurant. Yes. Yeah. yes. But also be nice. My advice, my advice to you would be low and slow. Don't worry about spice. Flavor your meat and use a low and slow flame. Uh, and take your time. Don't rush it. Because my customers yeah. are complaining, are complaining about that thing. Yeah. yeah. Don't rush. Yes. Low and slow heat. 
No one is not. Maybe you can, you can do some of the poker a little bit earlier in the day. Then when a customer orders, you finish it off. So in the okay. morning, you do it low and slow. Uh, like some guys in Masaka have been told, since this yeah. is being recorded, they first get their pork in the morning, slow roast it, uh, and then when customers come later on in the afternoon, they finish it. So it has been slow roasted for about three, four hours this morning. Then they just finish it off for their clients when they come. Okay. But uh, uh, I go on with, uh, with using uh, okay. I have I have my type of marination that I use. Eh? I have the type of marination that I use. It's garlic, ginger, and, uh, and the dark soy sauce to brown it. And, uh, and oil, cooking oil. Only. Is it good? Yeah, that's okay. That's it's okay. okay. I think that one is missing something, like one more ingredient to make it. So, better. what about even to mix in uh, uh, oroiko and the meat tender? Mark, try not to put too much right. I'm think I'm really thinking hard about that marinade. Hey. Mm. So uh, it's good. Oh, I should I should change. Use lemon juice instead of the tenderizer. Eh? Instead of the meat tenderizer. Mm. Um, I yeah. feel like there's one more ingredient you can add to that marinade. But again. Even I what put in put in a beer. Good. A beer, yes. Uh, yeah. Like yeah, like <laughs> I, a full a full bottle or just a little. Depends on how much meat, but a full bottle is ideal. Although I must, I must advise you mm. if you're doing it for commercial purposes, mm. it's advisable to listen to your customer. They might not like yeah. the beer, but don't okay. overdo it. The best pork I've, I've had in a long time was just salt. Salt. Yeah, don't. Just salt. Yeah. But it has to be fatty, you know, and it's very nice. Yes. Yes. Okay, thank you, Mr. Bide. Please, uh, before we end, please put in some a comment or two. Um, we have Joseph on, the co on this call, and Joseph has a series of experience from a lot of restaurants. Joseph, say something. Um, let me go through the comments one more time before we end the meeting. Does anyone use milk to tenderize their meat or chicken? I use milk yep. when I'm making uh, minced meat, a ragu. It's actually a good way to tenderize, but I use it while cooking, not not for marinating, but if you are to marinate, I'd prefer you use yogurt. It has a stronger um, flavor, a stronger ability to tenderize meat or chicken. And actually, if you spice, if you spice yogurt, it actually gives um, a meat a particular flavor, which is quite good, which is a use for an Indian dish. I've forgotten which one at this point in time. But uh, yogurt is a preferred thing, not milk. Milk, you use it when you're cooking. Um, a bit shared the cooking group uh, link. If, we are, if you guys are not part of the cooking and cocktails group, it's a good way to actually join and enjoy 
more discussions on food, I would highly recommend it. Um, uh, Dorothy, I think you, you get to experiment, you'll eventually get to know what works. Actually, you're right, Dorothy highlights that it's important to just keep experimenting. As you keep going using your spices, you'll actually learn a little bit more about spices and you'll actually see which ones you prefer. Uh, totally agree with that. As you had earlier, people have been experimenting. Um, I gave a little bit of tips here and there. Uh, James, Otherwise, if there's any, not any other comments that I will say is over. Sorry, can you hear me? Okay. Yes, a bit. Now saying uh, YouTube channels are good, especially ones which are show cooking from uh, uh, street food because people use interesting mixes of spices there and also from villages in Asia and in yeah. Africa. Those ones actually show yeah. different ways on how to use spices. They're, they're very good. You just follow those YouTube channels. People show how to do that stuff. Actually, now that you mentioned it, there's a spice that uh, people have been mentioned, but it's a nice blend spice, uh, jack spice. It's actually a good, uh, a very good spice to try out for roasting, especially chicken. Somebody asked about chicken crystal. Look out for the jack spice. Uh, you want, you really like it. Try it out. Um, If there is no other comment at this point, at I'll say today's meeting is over. We'll share, we can meet next week. The link will be shared together with the topic. Otherwise, thank you for attending today. Mm -hmm.